Hey, hey, good evening. How are you doing out there today? This is David Robert for the Adult Fitness Podcast. And just wanted to drop a little um, little episode today. We wanted to talk about a very sensitive subject that um, came upon my desk a little while ago. And I've been meaning to kind of give it some attention. Um, this is kind of an interesting um, story. So I just want to preface by saying that by no means... Is adult fitness um, condoning what was uh, done in this story, but just kind of like a, a little soundbite to kind of get people's reaction to uh, to what happened. So uh, basically, back in July, or actually earlier earlier this month, so um, just before, just a couple of weeks ago, there was um, a story that came across um, online. Uh, through Oz, uh, Australian TV, and it was talking about a sign that was put up by an Anytime Fitness. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of this, but it prompted a lot of backlash over this um, message that was put out by the company. So basically, uh, what happened was, is a Sunshine Coast gym has been forced to apologize after hundreds of people shared their disgust over a public message board. It was shared by staff on the side of the street that alleged fat shame that I'm sorry that it allegedly fat shames people into joining up. Now, um, this gym is a franchise, and um, basically, the head of the franchise said that the gym's um, misguided attempt at humor has left a lot of noses out of joint, as people claim that the message um, that the messaging fat shames overweight locals into becoming members. So basically the sign reads, Anytime Fitness, uh, Kawania, I believe this is in Australia. It says, are you fat and ugly? Just be ugly. So uh, yeah, it, it seems that the manager of the gym has had to take, uh, has had a talking to after news of the sign broke this um, earlier last, a couple weeks ago. A spokesperson for Anytime Fitness told the news in Australia, uh, news.com, the company understood that the offense the offense their sign may have caused members of the community. Uh, and I quote, they stated, we understand and sincerely apologize for any offense taken for the sign posted outside of one of our clubs, the spokeswoman said. The value of being an inclusive, accepting gym where our members feel comfortable and confident when they can walk through our doors is at the heart of our business model. So according to the spokeswoman, the gym does not endorse nor tolerate any type of body shaming. Uh, we've spoken to the club manager who immediately removed the sign and was extremely apologetic for any distress caused. Uh, that's what the spokeswoman said. So it comes after, um, you know, a lot of, a lot, like news travels fast. And if you're on the internet or if you're following anything on YouTube or Instagram or Twitter, then um, a lot of sound bites came out of this. Um, some people say, stated, why is humiliating people funny? Many people agreed that it was savage and horrible. Another woman disagreed with the sign warning, saying, Nope, I'm fat and gorgeous, and I'll stay both, thanks. This was horrible, someone else added. The gym officially opened in May last year and has been trying to boost membership numbers. Now, I can tell you from working in the fitness industry for a number of years now that it can be very... Um, what's the word we're looking for? Very difficult to garner new members. Um, you're fighting against various different organizations. Um, just in the city that I'm in alone, we have almost five different clubs. We've got um, 
um, Orange Fitness Theory. We've got the the city facility here, the Tri Leisure Center. We have a Snap Fitness. There is a Sculpt Fit. There is a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu club. There's a Taekwondo club. There's two yoga studios. If I'm not mistaken, there's a just the town over. There's another fitness facility there's two other kind of like strength training um, powerlifting sort of gyms so you're surrounded by a lot of competition plus here in Edmonton you've got your world health and your LA fitness and your and your good lives and so forth and so on which you know they're massive chains and they garner a lot of attention they have um, you know quite a large um, pocketbook or deep pockets when it comes to um, flyers and radio and television and so forth and so on. So you're constantly trying to find new ways to entertain, to engage, and to um, elicit new memberships and bring people in those doors. Get them signing up on the dotted line and then, you know, watch the, the money roll in, so to speak. So I think when looking at this sign, my first reaction was it was funny. I found it hilarious. But then on second, you know, second go around, I was thinking to myself, man, if you're, if um, if you have struggled with obesity or body image issues for a good portion of your life, you're gonna look at this and think, this is kind of, this is kind of a dick move. This is kind of, this is like who's the jerk who put this up here, right? And so I think this is where I kind of want to dive in a little bit and take a broader view at what this whole thing kind of represents um one woman one of the women sorry um that was quoted for this interview said being shamed about being fat is a surefire way to in, in, induce um anxiety depression and eating disorders to the list of problems that many um, people in society have eating disorders are uh, are one of the single largest killers of our young generation uh, in australia the lady was saying yet people think it is funny to put up signs like this so, on, on the one hand, I think the sign is in poor taste. I definitely feel that it's not something that you want to advertise yourself to be making fun of people for the way they look. And it brings up a, an even broader question about how we in our society look at um, the shape of our bodies, um, men and females, um, the way we look at and we sort of judge people who tend to be a little bit overweight. Um, certain words will come to mind when you think of like, you know, uh, fat, you'll think of lazy, you think, you know, um, not willing to try hard. You think of all these like making excuses, not making commitments to their health and things of that nature. And everybody's fighting a different battle. There are some people who have had illnesses or um, injuries or um, you know, psychological disorders, PTSD, things of that nature. Some, um, I know uh, from the people that I've coached, you know, some just don't have the time, literally. Now, my dad has a great saying. He says, you can make as many excuses as you want to either do something or not do something. And so if your health is a priority, there are definitely things that you must do and you can do to take care of it. But that does not guarantee that you're going to be, you know, um, a swimsuit model or you know, a bodybuilder, or sometimes maybe you don't even want that. Maybe your body type isn't fit to that type of shape. And I've always told my clients, as long as you are healthy, your blood pressure is within a healthy range, your heart rate, resting heart rate is within a great, great range. You're, you know, you're battling, you're fighting, or you're, you know, you're, you're doing what you can to prevent type two diabetes and heart disease and, 
and you know and respiratory issues and, and and you know the strain that you put on your joints then what you weigh sh and the way you look shouldn't be a factor but we do live in a real world where advertisers marketers want to sell us things and unfortunately the best and the um, the most efficient and effective way they've found to do that is by specifically within the fitness industry just zeroing on that when you think of fitness you think of healthy you think of vibrant you think of somebody who's um, either you know an alpha male or a, an alpha female and somebody who's who's killing it in the gym you know and they're eating healthy and they're you know they're getting all their water and things of that nature and we don't necessarily look at people who tend to be a little bit rounder a little bit bulkier and unfortunately that's something that is slow very slow to change because as we well know your waistline even though it's an outward appearance of you know maybe some of the of the of the fat that may surround your your lower ab abdominal region it doesn't tell the story of the internal fat or what might be you know in your arteries or things of that nature so um, I think we have to be sensitive to how people perceive body image um, there were some people who on the other hand of this story dubbed it as the sign of the year claiming its its message was spot-on and absolutely hilarious others described the joke as Aussie humor at its best while another man complained people need to stop being so precious one woman claimed to be overweight said she loved the sign I'm overweight and nothing special it's brilliant and it's honestly tempting she wrote another man agreed when did we start getting so thin-skinned and offended by everything come down and go for a walk hundreds of others applauded the person who came up with the idea saying it was genius clever now they're getting free advertising heck we're talking about it right now um, I definitely feel that uh, you know if you want to grab people's attention you can either break them down or build them up and unfortunately um, you know this manager chose to do the breaking down now was it offensive yeah to some was it in bad taste that depends on your point of view I know that um, sometimes men and women might have a different perspective on body image um, I have a few friends that will joke about stuff and we'll call each other you know um, saddlebags and and you know and, and rump roast and all that kind of stuff we'll just rib and and bug each other but we do know there are some people who are sensitive about certain things and so we won't go there as it were but I think um, a lot of it has to do with the intent and the intent was to get attention which this sign did to get a conversation obviously going but just to just to get members just to get people in the door I mean I'm sure this manager put up a fair amount of money to get this franchise you know he's got to make payroll um, he or she has to make sure that the lease is covered you know and that the machines that they're also probably financing by the end of the month those are covered too and so you know anything to get to get um to get those clicks you know to get those likes or whatever on social media or to get people talking so um i definitely feel that we um we've stumbled onto something within our society where the pendulum used to swing to where it was okay to um you know judge people for the way they looked and how they felt and everything uh, not how they felt but how they looked to the point now where we are welcoming this new almost how should i put this this new trend of uh, I, I guess you could call it bo body positivity as it were um it's it's an interesting movement in which 
Um, basically, it's rooted in the belief that all human beings should have a positive body image while challenging the ways in which society presents and views the physical body. Now, this is a quote from Wikipedia. Now, to be um, totally clear, if you were raised in, you know, since the, oh my gosh, um, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, you definitely saw this uh, moving along, definitely with advertising in the, like, the the late 80s to the 90s and into the 2000s where, you know, you had a lot more prominent um, advertising moving on to TV. Cable started to become a big thing. Uh, the internet starts taking over in the late, I'd say late 90s into the mid 2000s. And so you see advertisers um, trying to recoup those lost dollars that they aren't getting in print anymore. Um, there, and, and I mean, you, you can read the stories of why, I mean, there, there was, there's so many, um, cases of, of friends of mine in particular who would, as young as junior high, would start dieting and start worrying about their bodies and, and things of that nature. Um, health is defined in, in the model, the North American or the Western model recognizes that there needs to be an interconnectedness of physical, physical, physiological and emotional needs in human beings. And I think when we honor the experience and the authority of an individual to choose how they view their bodies, um, how they conduct, I guess you could say, their, their, their bodies in how they move in the world, then that's a positive thing. I think if you can say to yourself, you know what, I really want to um, challenge these norms about what is beautiful, what is sexy, um, the various cultural norms out there um, to say that, you know, the, the closer a woman or a man looks to a European ideal is beautiful to challenge that. And definitely also to look at people who are, you know, the elderly who are, you know, how, how we how we treat people who age and, and beauty in that sort of range and people who have suffered either the loss of a limb or any form of a, um, a disability, as it were, and how we look at um, positivity, positivity through that. I know um, whenever I look at ads for, you know, baby, baby clothes, uh, we have a baby and a little girl. And when we're watching the ads, we, we rarely see kids that have autism or that have um, any form of uh, you know, mental or physical challenge. And you start to wonder, is that shaping how, you know, things go in the adoption realm when it comes to families trying to adopt and, you know, the rates in which how we rate children based on their color their age and things of that nature and that's a broader discussion for another podcast but particularly with the body positive movement um i think some companies will jump on it because it is something that you know let's be honest will bring attention bring a you know bring bring advertising dollars and things of that nature but i think on the on the on the opposite end of this and on the bad spectrum of this that body positivity um even if coming from a positive place seems to be a movement intended to lift up women and really kind of say to themselves, Hey, you know what? You're, you're beautiful. You're, you know, your, your body should be respected, particularly if you've given birth and all of the challenges that come with that and all the changes that come with that, that you should be proud of it. I've heard women call, um, their stretch marks, um, uh, love marks or, or tiger marks because it shows that they were able to battle through, you know, that sort of thing. But 
in the beginning, it was Dub that really kicked it off. If we think about it, back in 2004, um, there was this billboard, traditional print ads, and their videos all had a similar message that women often felt bad about themselves and their appearance. And it's bad that women felt that way. And I can totally agree with that. Uh, the campaign started to gain a lot of wide acclaim simply by showing a time-lapse version of a model in a, in a beauty ad being photoshopped and unattainable perfection. Um, this is more than a decade ago when the phrase um, uh, face-tuned Instagram was totally, uh, was totally nonsense on a literal level instead of just a spiritual one. The problem with using subversion as a corporate marketing tactic is this. Though the brand is successful at it, the point is it becomes immediately non-subversive, and Dove was very successful at it. I mean, the beauty industry worked, this worked ridiculously hard to obscure its tactics and encode its negativity that many consumers feel. If you can make somebody feel bad about themselves and say, hey, check this out, you, you feel awful about your body, awesome, cool, we have something to make you feel good about it, buy our product. You know, buy into what we're saying, then buy it, right? Become a member of this tribe. You don't have to feel lonely out there in the cold anymore um, with those wrinkles and those, um, and those um, stretch marks and that cottage cheese underneath the legs with the fat. Come with us. We'll help you melt it away. We'll help you get rid of it. And I mean, the fitness industry has done wonders with that. I mean, that is some of our prime marketing within the fitness industry to to um, shame, almost shame people into changing their lives and changing their life and to losing weight. And if it's if it's primarily for your health, awesome. So so be it. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that campaign that Dove had back in the day, where um, it basically had people saying, you know, it's you're beautiful and it's okay to to look the way you want and things of that nature. But to be honest. This was marketing, and the cultural narrative about women's bodies was so bad that simply identifying the problem would get Dove full credit. Like, just think about that for a second. They didn't even have to come up with any kind of way to, to, to really turn it around. They just had to say, hey, look at what the industry is doing, and we see you, and we applaud you. I think the bigger issue with that is that there are issues that do come up from being obese. Okay, um, I have family that has suffered with diabetes for long periods of time, and they'll tell you, doctors will tell you straight out, you got to watch your diet, you got to maintain your weight, stay away from you know uh, the fatty foods and things of that nature, and make sure that you are taking care of yourself. That doesn't mean you need to be a size four or a size zero or whatever the case is, but I think when we start to applaud and almost endorse. Uh, a lifestyle that's not healthy that doesn't help anybody I, I definitely feel we need to tell people to love themselves that we need to have people accept who they are and what their bodies have gone through and the journey that that body has taken um, if you have any skin issues any hair issues any issues period you need to completely love yourself but also recognize that things you need to do specifically for your health, not for vanity's sake, but for your for your longevity and the quality of your life need to be taken into account. And I think if we, if all brands do is just use bigger models, right? No, no shade at all there. Or vowing that, you know, cellulite or stretch marks 
will are somehow a badge I don't think that's cutting getting to the real heart of the problem which is we want in our society to have people who appreciate their bodies and to live healthy meaningful lives and if we're just pointing out things that society thinks are flaws we're not actually touching on the fact that hey if you know if you, you should accept your body as it is this is the body that you've been given but if you want to improve on it you shouldn't feel bad about that either if you want to drop a few pounds because you want to play with your kids or you want to look a certain way to fit into a dress because this is how you feel you want to look then that shouldn't be held against you as well you know um, there is a youtuber that I follow his name is just let me look it up here obese to beast I believe um, he was let me just see here yeah so obese to beast his basic story is he lost 170 pounds his weight loss journey um, was documented in 2017 uh, his name is I, I think it's uh, can I, uh, John John David Glaude I, I'm probably pronouncing his, his last name wrong but you should if, if you ever get a chance check out his Instagram obese to beast um, he's got about 386,000 followers um, he is quite the inspiration he is an avid crossfitter um, he went from basically having no hope I mean, and what what he did was is that he he comes uh, he basically went on he was uh, pictured on the Ellen Show actually on Ellen DeGeneres' um, talk show, and he put out a picture in a video titled "My Biggest Insecurity." So he was a fit, he's a fitness YouTuber and he de he delivered a heartfelt and courageous appeal to show people what extreme weight loss does to your skin and your confidence. So. Um, if any of you have watched like The Biggest Loser and things of that nature, when they lose a rapid amount of weight in a short period of time, your body, um, I mean your skin in particular has had maybe years to adapt to that. Now it's only had months. And so you're going to have a lot of loose skin because what was holding all that fat is now is still there. And a lot of times people opt for the skin removal surgery. Um, but yeah, he basically said that he isn't content with hiding this so-called insecurity. He's comfortable, he's comfortably, comfortably clothed, he says in this video, and he's not comfortably unclothed. And he decided, since that I'm not comfortably unclothed, I should show you guys why. So, though healthy and ripped these days, his big, his big secret is he strategically hides his loose skin under his clothing. He refuses to take his shirt off on the beach and other public places. He was formerly 360 pounds. Now he runs a channel called Obese to Beast, where he gives guidance on the facets of getting fit from a perspective of someone who just basically used to be a, a complete opposite. In the video, he shows how the skin around his arms, stomach, and legs have changed with his body. I mean, it's not ideal, right? Because we look at the before and after pictures, but this is the reality of when you balloon to almost 400 pounds. Um, he says his dreams are to be really happy in his skin, and I am, loose skin and all. Um, the motivation... His story was picked up quickly by a lot of websites, and it was a lot of people acknowledged his courage to flat out propositions and people wanting to, to marry him. Um, he says he's he's inspiring people, and we hope I hope we here at Adult Fitness hope that his journey is helping people to kind of confront how we look at um, some of the some of the realities of of rapid weight loss and things of that nature, but. 
you know, it's to to just to be just to kind of reiterate. There's so many facets to this body positive movement. Um, I think that it's a great thing that the pendulum is swinging to the other side, where we're starting to question why we've had these um, narratives for so long, why we've allowed these companies to dictate to us what is beauty, what is attractive. But on the other end of things, we need to be cautious of what we promote and how we promote it and the way we promote it in. And if we were doing it in a way to allow people to continue to live unhealthy lifestyles that are gonna endanger their health, then we need to really pause and question that. If we're doing this in a way to tell young girls, young boys, that the body that you, know, you have, that God gave you, is beautiful, it's functional, it's amazing, it's fantastic, and you have the right to be as proud of it and live in it as you want, then I think we're on the right track. But, you know, um, again, this is, uh, we're going to touch on this topic, obviously, again, in the coming uh, weeks and months there. Um, like I said, so much of what we do within the fitness industry is based upon our bodies, the way we look, our, you know, just how much we can lift and how much we can jump and, and run and, and, you know, and things of that nature. And, and it sells, it sells supplements, it gets door, people in the doors of the gyms and it, you know, it moves um, products and things of that nature. But we really got to look at what we're, we're actually doing and how we're doing it. And um, I think this is a real good step in the right direction. So, uh, yeah, just if you guys got any comments or, you know, um, um, concerns or issues about this sort of stuff, feel free to leave um you know, comments or um, things of that nature. But anyways, um, just look for some more content coming in the next couple of uh, weeks here. We got some really exciting stuff cooking for adult fitness. So until then, keep fit and have fun.